There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode three of season three of Winona Earth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> God, talk about a tearjerker. Right? I think I cried through most of it. Yeah. I'm just like silently crying, sobs that appear there. This is insane. So, do we have any ratings, Diaz? No, I don't have any ratings for this episode yet. I think you said that we're not going to be getting any, right? Or. No, we'll still get the live plus same day. It's just we aren't going. It doesn't look like we're going to get live plus seven anymore. I gotcha. From uh, Nielsen, at least. So, well, we here at the Fangirl Zone. So I'm sure some of you have paid attention that noticed that I am a hockey fan and I am from the Chicagoland area. So, unfortunately, today because we we are recording this later than usual, we lost Stan Mikita, the Blackhawks. Oh who, no! It was. Incredible. So we just want to say, you know, our our, uh, our thoughts go out to the Blackhawks organization, to Stan with his family, of course. He was a groundbreaker with hockey. He was one of the first ones who played with a curved stick, which made a huge difference in goals. Right. And I want to say, and I could be completely wrong, he's one of the only ones who managed to play his entire career with one team. All 22 years he was with the Hawks. So I just want to say my thoughts are with, with everybody associated with Stan Makita, and uh, he was a great player. Uh, bye, Stan. We'll see you in the big stadium at some point. Yes. All right. Now that that was a little depressing, but this was we'll even more depressing. <laughs> so, Steve, why don't you take us in episode three? All right, episode three, colder weather. The team must come to terms with consequences of their actions. Someone claiming to be from Black Bad Division arrives in purgatory. Okay, so when Jude got off the bus, I was like, mm, I don't trust you. No. I don't know who you are. We don't believe you're who you say. It's pretty right. bad. I'm like, right off, going, oh, anybody who's coming in who's not already there, I, I just don't trust them. Right. You that's, can't. That sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't. Oh, my gosh. So when we open up with Winona kind of out in a clearing, and she's drunk and crying, and there's a fire, which that doesn't sound like it's a very good combination. <laughs> yeah. She's shouting for Bolshar, and thankfully she's not as alone as we thought, though. Right, yes. We have Waverly and Nicole nearby. Worried, but Cole encourages Waverly to let her be. Yeah, but today is not the day that Winona wanted to have, of course. And with everything going on, a revenant happens upon her. Stupid, stupid revenant. Right, because he was talking a lot of smack. Yes, he was. And she, of course, is too drunk to care, and she's like, oh, I'm going to shoot you. But she doesn't do a very good job. In fact, she falls over. Yeah, she's not able to hold the gun straight enough to shoot it. If she was able to shoot it and hit him, it would have been a blessed miracle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's, of course, talking more smack that he's going to take out the air. It's like, dude, do you really think she's out there all by herself? Yeah. <laughs> how stupid are you? And then he was t- talking about how Bolshar would like reward him or something. And I'm like, ah, oh, this isn't good. Because you knew right away. And this was kind of weird. You knew right away that Way Hot was going to help her out, of course. But how did Nicole right away know somebody was there? Like, before we even seen anyone, she's like, 
somebody's over there, but wait, no, no. I'm like, what did you hear? I didn't hear yeah. anything. <laughs> well, I think it might have been just the change in Winona's voice. Because, ah. you, know, you know, she's just really screaming at the top of her lungs for Bolshar. And when the Revenant shows up, she brings it down about 20 notches. Um, so I think that is probably what clued her off. But you never know. There's something different about Nicole as well. Right? That's what I'm starting to wonder. It's like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. You've got to watch both her and Waverly to see if something unusual pops up. Well, and that could be it. I'm wondering. I'm going to have to keep an eye on them this season. Yeah, a little premonition abilities from uh, Nicole, maybe. Yeah. Well, Waves ends up saving the day, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> now, I thought she shot the guy in the knee. Yeah. Why, no, no. Not so sure. <laughs> no, because she was laughing. She's like, right in the dick. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I feel bad for the Revenant if that happened, even though he was being a giant one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Waverly seems to have forgiven Winona about their mom. She's right. like, nobody's going to leave anyone alone for a while. Not until we bury dolls. Which it's like, oh, just gut punch. Just the fact right. that she said it out loud. Oh, man. And then, well, who's keeping dolls safe is what I was wondering. Right. <laughs> because I was worried that somebody's going to try to do something stupid. Especially when we've seen some guy get off the bus. Yeah. See, I am not trusting anymore. Nope. Well, not when most of the people that end up coming to town are bad guys. Right. It's kind of hard to think one of them might be good. That's true. 99.9% of them have been bad. Uh, we get to go to Shorty's. And I'm assuming it's kind of the same time this is going on. Yeah, I think so. And... Hey, that vampire looks familiar. Yes, it does. Doc seems to be back. Yeah, entertaining Kate. Which is interesting because the only Kate that we've known of was Big Nose Kate. In no way, shape, or form does this woman look like she has a big nose. No. <laughs> so she might be nosy as she seems to have an affinity for tarot cards. Maybe that's why they call her that. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I didn't I think. think of that. <laughs> yeah. But she decides to tell our poor, poor Doc that, well, I know you love her, but she loved him. It's like, all right, he already knew that because they worked right. together. Yes. But, which, by the way, some people were really pissed later on. Right. He's like, he's cheating on her. I'm like, they are not together. Right. We probably all are shipping them, but they're not together. (laughs) But even though he's not very surprised, he of course doesn't want to hear it because he's still grieving. His friend is gone. His child is gone. And And he thinks he's doomed to hell. Yes. And she's just like, oh, let me put a little more salt on your wound. Yes. And she's just like all nonchalant about everything. Like, okay, I'm leaving. Uh, We never had good timing. That's what she said. Right. And he's like, no, we were just never good. Good together, like, right. oh, hey then, aren't you married? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, Doc seems to be pretty hot and heavy with the ladies, so maybe it wasn't, they weren't good everywhere. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then we get probably the best scene of the episode as far as any humor goes. As Nicole and Waverly have drawn the short straw and are meeting with the death salesman to pick out a coffin for dolls. Oh my god, that just kind of broke my heart. I know, but he makes the awkward assumption that they both have husbands. Oh right, because I think it was Waverly was like, oh, I've never thought about what would happen when I die. Right. And yeah, he just starts going, well, don't you want to have something for your new husband? It's like, do you really And that? First of all, if you're even in the Ghost River Triangle at this point, shouldn't you think that all sorts of weird shit always happens? Right. And just never assume, like... Anything. Yeah. (laughs) That vanilla is, you know, what's happening. Like, no, you're in a whole different time. Although he totally seemed out of place. 
Like, he looked yeah, like he something did. from, like, the 70s or something. Uh, even older. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he looked like he was the caretaker from Wyant's day. Right. You know, Actually, yeah. The he had on and the, the bolo tie and all that. Yeah, it, he looked like he was... Okay, 1870s. There we go. Yeah, way out of time. <laughs> yeah, and so I thought that because Waverly's just like, okay, well, what do you want? As she looks at Nicole. And wow. Yeah. This is like super thought out, but weird to me. No, I'm not saying right. it's, it's weird. I'm just like, this is weird to me. It's not something I would have ever thought of. Right. Yeah, this was definitely not something that would cross... Most people's minds, I, I believe. <laughs> I guess if you're a hardcore ecolog- ecologist, is that the word? Right. Yeah. I want a sky funeral where I'm just laid up there and eating my birds of prey and then, well, dispersed throughout the land. And Waverly's face, I swear I was reflecting the same thing. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I love it because then the guy pops up with, oh, and very green. Right. Okay. Thanks. Man, this guy, nothing was fake. I didn't know if she was saying it to try to get under his skin or something, but, like, nothing fazed him. No. He was just like, yeah, okay. And then Waverly's like, I just figure I'll be in the family plot. And suddenly that's when he pops up with, oh, yeah, there's not enough spots purchased. Yeah. What? So apparently just enough for himself, his wife, and Winona, I thought. I didn't even Everyone. think there was a spot for Willow. Was there? Yeah, there was a spot for Willow. Okay. And there's just a kick in the pants for you. Yeah. Thanks, Daddy. Such a jackass. Yeah. Which, again, brings into question this whole dysfunctional family and what actually is Waverly. Well, we know she's not a revenant. Right. Or a part revenant or whatever. Yes, we do know and, that. And neither is the baby. Yeah. So... But there's still something there, I think. I want to know. And the only ones can tell us is Mama, and we may not get that anytime soon. Right. Well, all that's happening. Winona comes in, and she's just like, nope, and heads <laughs> right out the door <laughs> for a little drunken target practice. And she was hitting everything, so that was pretty impressive. Yes, it was. She apparently had not gotten quite as drunk as she was before. Well, you never know. Maybe she's gotten better shooting when drunk. I don't know if that's good or bad. Right. Doc comes out and joins her. And And this is more of a friend's grieving moment than anything else. They embrace, and it's definitely not sexual. Right. It's all about friendship and support. I was crying. Yes, absolutely. And he listens to her vent, and he gives her some advice and tells her some old-time stories, like only the doctor can. Oh, right. Like, when he was telling the story about how they used to be buried on Boot Hill. Yeah. And then he stole the whiskey. And it's like, I don't know if he said it because it was true or said it to try to make her laugh a little. Right. But it was like, oh. I think it was probably a little bit of a... It was painful, though. But he tells her they need to get... To bury dolls before they can do anything else. She, of course, knows he's right, but... Yeah. No, it, and it's, it's hard. hard. It, she does not want to let go. It's hard for all of us. Yes, we are, none of us wanted to let go. No. Oh, man. So, let's make some more plans. Yeah. So, they're all back in the homestead talking, and Waverly is arguing with Nicole and Doc about having a wake, because it's about grieving, it's about them and be together and she's like I have to make sandwiches and oh my god could she have listed off any more sandwiches yeah I don't think so And like you and your cookies right true <laughs> but she's not shipping up no <laughs> Nicole's like honey there's five people yeah we don't need enough for an army but apparently that's where Waverly goes she needs to keep busy and do something right and that's what it is, you know, making food. This is what I'll do. Man, when she kind of, she got irritated and upset, and I don't understand. It was like everything all at once. And, and I get that part, but it's like, I don't know quite how to explain it. Because it was just kind of heartbreaking, because she was starting to giggle. And she's right. like, this is so wrong, and and I don't know 
what to do. Is it wrong to be hungry? Because I'm hungry right now. And Dolls is never going to eat again. And, and she's just, like, kind of freaking out. Right. And right before that, she yells at Doc about not having enough emotion. Right. And it was just, this is hard to talk about. Yes, it is. <laughs> because I can understand that. I mean, just, yes. I mean, everybody's lost somebody. And right. and you go through that moment, you're like, oh, my God, I don't know how to feel in this moment. And that's how they all were. And every, they were tense. And, of course, with their situation, it's totally different. And at this point, you don't have all the information. Right. Because, like, they don't all know exactly what happened to Doc and what Black Badge did and the whole trickle down. And so I can understand them just freaking out. And then, of course, Doc gets pissy and lands his glass into the door. And he's like, well, there, is that enough emotion for you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. I feel like almost like there was a spell because they were all acting so weird. Right. It was something that we hadn't seen them deal with at this point. And seeing how each of them reacted was unique and at the same time, perfect. Yes. I mean, it was cute that, that Waverly re- dealt with it by trying to stay busy so she wouldn't have to think about it. And, of course, Doc is his calm self. He's going to stay calm. Mm-hmm. That's just who he is. Except when he's upset about something, because we found out that the only way Winona would get him to talk is to fight. Right. So, so yeah, that's more of a cover, I think, than anything else for Doc. Is, is He just portrays that calmness, even though there's a raging volcano inside. Mm-hmm. Now, Nicole, she's kind of right there with Doc. She's calm most of the time, but later on in the episode, we see her starting to freak just a little bit. Yeah. Well, they're going to have the wake at Doc's, at Shorty's, sorry. And Doc's right. like, I'll go make sure we have enough libations. And Waverly's like, all right, we need to find something for him to wear. So we'll go check out his hotel room. And then all of a sudden, it's like they realize Jeremy's not there. And suddenly, is like, looking around like, okay, where's Jeremy? And Nicole's like, oh, he's doing an autopsy on Doc. And holy crap. Yeah. Like, if looks could kill right there. Oh, wow. She's just jumping up. She's like, no, that's not happening. And off she goes. Right. And I was just thinking, oh, poor Jeremy. I do not know what's going to happen, but I feel bad for him right now. Yeah. And, of course, we cut to Shorty's basement, and we see that, oh, somebody's been in there um, just rummaging through the place. And, oh, they've got the banana liqueur and, oh, doll's lizard serum. That's great. Yeah. First of all, really banana liqueur. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Purgatory, not so much. (laughs) Doc goes upstairs and sees the stranger who got off the bus. Yeah, that was interesting. And they draw guns. Oh, yeah, that was great. I love it how Doc's just like, did did you come back for more banana liqueur? (laughs) Really? That's what you think he's doing? Right. And I love the guy well, who's just he, like, uh... Dolls has no, never seen the guy before, so... Yeah, that's true. What else is he supposed to think? I love it, though, because the guy's like, that's a weird request. No, and you're holding a gun on me. He's like, you pull the gun first. And yeah, they're a little back and forth, and he's like, I'm here because of Dolls for his funeral. And the guy's like, talking, and I think Doc and I have both had the same look, like, I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, we go to Doll's hotel room with Nicole and Waverly, and apparently Dolls didn't have a whole lot of stuff there. And I honestly thought he was staying at the homestead. So the fact that he still had a hotel room, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe they weren't as close as I was thinking, or they were just <laughs> trying to take it slow. I mean, at this point, right. I really don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't ever recall him... Moving into the homestead, that's for sure. So. I knew he was there. I just kind of assumed he was staying there then. It right. was like everybody was there. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, we also get the info that Nicole finally has been holding out on right. giving this info to Waverly about the attack that she remembered she was a survivor of an attack when she was a kid. 
And it has to be the cult of Bullshark. Right. And I was like, oh my god, I can't believe she's telling. But apparently dolls had information, so with everything going on, I think Nicole was like, I have to just tell. I can't hold this anymore. Right. Because she's also was very close to dolls. Right. And had that bond of being a uh, law enforcement. Right. And so, I mean, she actually tells Waverly that she blames herself for dolls dying. What? That's How can you blame yourself? Right. I'm like, no, that's horrible. You went down to get the guy, get Peacemaker. Come on. How's, the, how's him dying your fault? Yeah, so more tears. Yeah. On my side. <laughs> and then they find an envelope for Winona. And this is what, it kind of irked me, but at the same right. time, I kind of understood when Waverly's like, there's an envelope for Winona, just Winona. Right. It's like, Waverly, this is not the time. I get it that you're pissed with what your dad did, but this is not the time. You were friends with dolls, but Winona and him were a little bit more than friends. Right. So, eh. Give it a rest. Yeah. You need to deal with um, Nicole first. Right. Like, your girlfriend probably has a letter for you somewhere than, and for nobody else, okay? Right. So... Then we get to switch over to where Jeremy is. And I was really expecting Winona to, like, nut punch him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, there's a pickle punch in his future. Yes. But he's like, hey, yo, I'm not doing an autopsy. Because I already know why he died. Right. And Dolls knew he was going to die, too. And holy cow, I thought Winona was going to lose her shit right here. Yes, absolutely. And she's like, you should have told me. And he's like, it wasn't my secret to tell. Right. Just like he didn't tell anybody she was pregnant. Right. You know, he has kept everybody's secrets. Yep. And so... And, and what everybody has asked him to do. And it felt sorry for him because Winona just doesn't care. And it's like, come on, Winona. Dolls told him not to say anything. Now, if Winona was able to step back at this moment and look at the big picture here she would have understood that with jeremy yeah but she's too close to it right now yeah and you know he's like i i made a decision because i made a choice for my friend and i'm sorry what else can he say right and yeah you're blaming me because it's easier than blaming dolls and And go jeremy oh you shouldn't have said that but i understand jeremy's point of view here too Oh yeah he's being very cold logical about it and he's speaking the truth right and oh my god when my owner's like you're not part of this team anymore get out have yeah. your shit and leave i was like oh my god and so not only did jeremy have to say goodbye to a friend and mentor she's cutting him off from everybody else and essentially say like get out you're not even coming to where we're putting him to rest right yeah you're done and no way no funeral no nothing get the Hell out of here. Yeah, I was like, whoa, that's hardcore, Winona. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's dude. a little bit too much alcohol. Yeah. Like, that ain't even cool. Don't do that. No. And that's how we get for a long time. Like, we don't see Jeremy again for a while. Like, I don't even know how right. long. So, yeah. that was hard. Yep, sure was. But Winona makes it up, back upstairs to Shorty's, and meets Quinn, who's... Doc's new best friend, as Doc has him tied up with what? a string of lights. Well, yeah, what's with the Christmas lights? Yeah. Well, there's snow on the ground, so maybe it's close to Christmas. Probably just after Christmas, who knows. Closest thing? You didn't have rope? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't right. seem so bad. Uh, they seem to be uh, hitting it off pretty well, telling uh, old army stories, probably. And Quinn informs them that there was no saving dolls, not without the, the special BBD serum. And apparently they did this to a whole lot of people, and he knew, but he wasn't experimented on, supposedly. Right, which makes it even more unlikely that I'm going to trust this person. Thank you! <laughs> oh, wrong blood type. Uh, I call bullshit. Yeah. But it's interesting, because he's like, well, how did you know to come? And he's like, oh, there was a message in the back of whatever magazine. Kind of old school. 
I'm like thinking, okay, so how long has he known this was going to happen? Because it was like a secret coded message, and it's like, oh. So Dolph yeah. knew, and it just took, I guess, quite a while to get there. Right, yeah. Uh, as soon as Black Badge basically packed it up, he knew that it was only a matter of time. That's horrible. Yeah. But somehow, when did they even figure this out? I'm sorry, that the serum was taken. Not yet, right? No, no. it was when uh, Jeremy is packing up his stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm like, this is just kind of bounced around. around. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we go back to Nicole and Waverly as Waverly is still processing the fact that Dolls left Winona a letter and that Nicole is a survivor of an attack of the cult of Bolshar. And she's rattled because she thought Nicole was normal. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, like you're not normal either, Waverly. Yeah. Believe it or not. You have like a demon and crap in you, so that's cool, dude. No, but of course. Cole tries to uh, reassure her that if this is destiny, I'm all in. Okay, that's good, but shouldn't you have been all in anyway? Yeah, I think she was. I think she was just trying to say, this doesn't change how I feel. Okay. I was all in before this, and this doesn't change anything because I'm still all in. Okay, that makes more sense. Yep. And then there's a shadow of a person that goes past the window. But wait a second. They're on the second floor. Yeah. And it's on the backside where there's no balcony. Oh, who might this be? So they go running outside, and I don't know how this ended up. Oh, suddenly it was a hot goth vampire. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> and for a second, I was thinking she, like, touched uh, Nicole's face and did something. Right. But it's just, she just randomly said she's a hot cop vampire. But she takes Waverly's ginormous purse, which happens to have Doll's letter in it. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, God, this isn't good. This isn't good. So we cut to the morgue as Winona enters, and guess who's keeping an eye on Doll's? Uh, cheering up again. Yes. <laughs> because it's Nedley. Just because Nedley's like, I was not going to let can be alone. Nobody's getting in here, why don't I? I'm like, yeah. turn the knife in my heart. Yeah. He definitely felt like it was his duty to protect dolls at all costs. Because of everything that's happened. And Nedley, as much as he doesn't want to know, he knows. Right. And I, I think that's hard. You know the vampires have gotten to him. But he's smart enough to realize there's a lot of stuff going on, and even though I didn't believe it for a long time, we need these people here to protect us. And I know Dolls is different, and something may come for him. Right. And I was very, like, moved that Nedley was there. That was, like, him saying everything without having to say it. Right. And I think that was what Winona was feeling at that moment, too. Yeah. And he tells her to go to the wake. He's got this. And sure enough, show up at the wake, and everybody's nibbling on tiny sandwiches, <laughs> and they toast their fallen comrade. Well, everybody but Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, yes. The mentor, the boss, their friend, sometimes lover, I guess. Because we did see them together, so. Now, of course, oh. Doc decides he wants to reveal to Waverly that he went to hell in the AU. That was messed up. I'm still yeah, not you believing. More on poor Waver. Right. All of a sudden, she's like, everybody's confessional. Right. Oh, poor you know, kid. Yeah. She goes, we don't have time for this. We got to find Caitlin now. Right. Well, I mean, does she just assume that Doc... Oh, wait, no. She was outside, right? She's seen Doc shoot at her, but not quite or something? Right. I think so. Okay. That makes more sense now. Now that I have time to process that. But... They're like, all right, we need to go find her, and off we go through the back door. And as this is happening, this is when Jeremy's down in the basement, and Nicole's like, what are you doing down here? Yeah, why are you by yourself? And he doesn't say why. He's just packing stuff up. And that's when he realizes that the drugs were stolen. Right. And we need to figure out what happened really fast. So they go running upstairs to tell everybody. 
And just as he worked out that the bad versions of the drugs were stolen, in comes a bunch of really messed up revenants. Yeah. Lizard-eyed revenants. Yeah, dude. Because they had stolen, and we did see them at, like, a shop. And, oh, this meth is, or this smack is going to be so great. And then it's like, oh, that's not what that is, dude. No. So <laughs> apparently they thought that's what was being cooked, but, you know, little, little did they know. Yeah, not so much. But they come in like they're going to really cause some shit. Yeah. Oh, I know that's still there. She still has Peacemaker. And you can still buy dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, everybody starts fighting. And while this is happening, Winona has the time to dial up Doc who immediately passes his phone to Waverly, and she's like, oh, we're running an errand, and hangs up the phone. I'm like, that was the most cowardly thing, Doc. She's like, oh, yes. shit. <laughs> Something, you're here. I'm not talking to her. I know it's her. Yeah. Dude, really? I think we may be seeing this occur in the near future as well. Yeah. Well, they managed to take everybody down, thankfully. It was kind of funny, though, because as it was doing it, like, Nicole hit one, and she's like, oh, here, you know, like, kind of throwing one over, and Jeremy hits one in the head with a plate, which didn't do anything. No. <laughs> and, well, all this is happening, and somehow it's mentioned that Jeremy had made some of this up, and Quinn's like, oh, what? Yeah. Hold on. And obviously he doesn't say anything, but he seemed really interested at that moment. Right. You go, this probably isn't going to turn out well. No. And of course, at that moment, Winona kind of digs at Jeremy that it's his fault that Dolls is dead. It's like, really? Right. Winona, again, you need to step back. And I, I get it. But damn, that was rough. You're also fighting a bunch of crazy revenants. Maybe now is not the time. Ah, <sighs> anyway, let's go back to Waverly and Doc running around. Not letting Winona know what's up. Right. And, of course, before they go in to see her, Doc decides to confess some more and lets Waverly know that Caitlin is his wife. Does anyone not have a secret wife? Secret wife. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> but they apparently really suck at sneaking, too. Right. She's just like, just come in already. Oh, guys, that that had to be a blow, because Doc was just like, damn, I thought yeah. I was doing better. And she's sitting there messing with her tarot cards and draws temperance, which, I have no idea, the angel card and, oh, not the bone card, and I don't know what any of this means. No. And it's upside down, and so what's that? Like, you're the devil, not the angel. And Waverly gets mad and hilariously tries to flip this big-ass heavy table. <laughs> yeah. Looked like a marble table, right? so she couldn't even she lift, couldn't lift it. Off. Yeah, she's like, no. and then she just like knocks all the, the cards off. I was like, really, Waverly, really? But she's like, I will stake you. You don't give me my stuff back, right? Maybe you should have started with that. I don't know. It was just kind of funny because you know when she gives it back or stuff, she's like, oh, oh, feisty, okay. And then Waverly's just like, did you go through it? She's like, I am not a cad. What are you thinking? And basically, I was just trying to get your attention. Well, she did that all right. She did. And now everybody knows, well, everyone will probably know soon what's up with Doc. Yes. And that was Caitlin's plan all along, I think, was to get that information out there. Right. Yeah, and this is what was weird, because when Kate's like, oh, she's feisty, just like Wyatt, and Doc's like, she's not even an herb. You don't know what's what, dude. Yeah. And that's because we already have seen that Peacemaker did work for her. It flared yes. up a different color, which we still haven't figured that part out. Right. But, but it did react to her touch. Right. And it doesn't do that for anyone. So she's got some bump in her. So something's up. Yeah. <laughs> something's up. We'll find out. Hopefully we'll find out. Yeah. No wonder Way Hot is Way Hot. They both may have some uh, special powers that they're not aware of yet. That's true. And speaking of, back at Shorty's, Nicole gets to kind of put Winona in her place. Somebody had to. Yeah, really needed to. 
explaining that no matter her feelings for dolls, they all lost him. And she needs to be, stop acting like she's the only one. Right. And, you know, it's like you can hurt, but you can't push everybody away. Right. And then she also explains, you don't have to be sorry, but what did you do to Jeremy exactly? Right. <laughs> and I think this is when Winona's like, crap. Alright, I guess I was kind of a jackass. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Alright, well, maybe I need to do some stuff. Right. And sure enough, because Quinn has got Jeremy all tied up and is torturing him for information about the drugs he was making. Yeah. Dude, you're stapling his leg. Yeah. Apparently, with his good stapler, too. Jeremy was a little upset about that. More so than the actual stapling. I'm like, dude, really? Shouldn't you be upset about the staples in your leg? Right. (laughs) And he wanted the drug because then he's going to go, like, over the top and take out what's left of BBD. And Aaron was like, this is not how you want to go out. No. Okay. And when I told you that I didn't remember everybody's name and all the faces, I lied. Everybody I had to take out. And that, again, tears, tears, tears. Yes. <laughs> I feel responsible for my trail of ghosts. And I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. But she gets Quinn to listen and stop threatening Jeremy. Yeah, dolls wouldn't want this. Right. And so he does let Jeremy go. And I was just like, Okay, now that you've said that, Winona, how much are you listening yourself? Right. Let's hope she is listening to her own words. Right. So, apparently Quinn is going to go try to take out what's left of BBD, because they're experimenting on people, and we need this to stop. Okay. Hey, while you're at it, do you think you can get us out of our blood contracts? Which I assumed was done with. When right. basically BBD no, went up. Really. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about it. Like that yeah. was so far of, like pushed to the back of my mind. I was like, oh crap, I forgot that was a thing. Right. And then she gives him doll's dog tags. Oh my god. So he can complete his set. Which isn't good, but if that's what it takes for him to realize that yes, he's the last man standing and he needs to take them out. Right. Okay, do what you gotta do. And I don't want to see you back in purgatory before you complete the mission because I'll kill you. Okay, that's great. Oh, and a hell of a lot more tears. Right. That's what's happening next. Winona heads back to the morgue only to find Jeremy. And he explains he was low man on the totem pole. He had no idea what BBD was doing to dolls. And their number one priority is making sure Doll's body doesn't fall into the wrong hands. Yeah. That could mean so much, too, because I'm thinking, okay, they they really can't bury him then. Right. Because somebody will find it, dig him up, and run experiments on him. And so... So they do the only thing that they could. They cremated him. Yep. Oh, my God. So now the only way he can return is if he is actually a phoenix and not a lizard. Right, like we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Nine, your theory is still a lie. <laughs> but they each put, like, a keepsake in, near the box that held him, and they were burying him on the homestead. Yes. So, yeah, okay, this would be a minute. Jeremy gives the X mug, which I thought was sweet and funny. Yes. Doc leaves some of Shorty's bourbon, and Nicole... I can't remember what Nicole was But Waverly... Salute-sy. Oh, salute-sy. Yeah, And Waverly salute-sy. puts in, like, his scarf. Right. And, yeah, I mean, Doc even, like, made the sign of the cross, which I was a little surprised. Right. Well, and it was back to his last conversation was Dolls didn't worry about where he was going. He knew what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Where Doc is just the opposite right now. And he's He feels scared. like no matter what good he does, he's still going to hell. Right. And then Winona leaves her necklace on the gravestone, which I think the whole fandom pretty much started to lose it at that point, yes. if they hadn't Absolutely. already. 
Yes. Because that whole time I just had tears like just dripping down my face. Oh god, that was so hard. And this is so weird to be like, oh my god, that was so hard, so touching. And I'm like, we don't even know him. Although I could meet him and he's super awesome. But the character, when a character touches you this much, it's like, it does feel like you're losing a part of your family. Yes, absolutely it does. And somebody close to you, it's like, oh, it's not like this in everything. I mean, I get, like, kind of weepy, you know, in some shows, and, like, if the dog ever dies, you know, forget it. (laughs) But this was something else. I don't know. It was just, like, it was just so touching, like, everything that happened. Like, you felt like you really were part of this group. And then later, when we have the homestead, like, uh, just Wynonna and Waverly, just them at the homestead. Everybody's gone, and they just get to talk, and they're out by a bonfire that they had bundled in blankets, apparently like 40 degrees. Yeah, below zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have some time to just talk. And I think Winona is finally like, okay, I need to get get to this space where I'm with my sister and I'm dealing with this and I can kind of be happy again, maybe. Which obviously isn't going right. to be happening anytime soon, but... Right, but it gives Waverly her chance to kind of unload everything. What everybody's <laughs> been loading on her. important things that she's concerned right. about. And then she brings up the her family plot. Why no, this is, we don't need this stupid plot. 80 more good years and we'll both be laid to rest here at the homestead. But no Nicole. Homestead. Yeah, but no Nicole. <laughs> and then, of course, why not is like, you're my favorite person and we're going to break this curse and be happy, yeah, happily ever after. And then she's like, okay, maybe Nicole can be with us too. Yeah. And it's like it took her just to say that. And suddenly, <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me, but she's like, oh, yeah, Nicole wants to be fed to the vultures. And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. But she, as, you know, she's kind of saying this, this weird thing. She passes over the envelope that Dolls left. She's like, he left this for you. And oh my god, again, here comes the tears. Just tears, like, because yes. when she opens it, it's a picture of the group. Right. And somebody had posted it. One of them had already posted the picture, like, right. before this happened. And I was thinking it was just like them all together at like a dinner or something, which it right. may have been. Yeah, they were all sitting around a table. But it may have been them, not just as their characters, is what I'm saying. Oh, right. And they yeah. used it because. <laughs> They are always like a family. Yes. And it goes back to Winona saying something about, and I don't remember because this is so early on. Normal people have like pictures of family in their wallet. Right. And the next thing he pulls out or she pulls out of the envelope is a picture of her that was small enough to be in a wallet. Yeah. And I think I just lost it. (laughs) Yeah. And then that would have been an amazing last scene, right? Yeah. But... So we get Doc, who headed back to the gardener house, which apparently Kate was going to take it over because, you know, nobody needs it right now, right? Yeah, and it was a fancy house, yeah. so that's just right up her alley. Yeah, and apparently she became a vampire because she had heard that Doc was a mortal from Wyatt. Yeah. And Wyatt never believed you were dead. He kept looking, and that was kind of hard. Yes. Knowing that. Absolutely oh. it was. Yeah, that he's... Spent everything he had trying to find Doc. And then this, I think, kind of hurt the fandom. Yes. Because suddenly, like, he's just taking off his gun belt, his hat. And I'm like, hold on. Yeah. There's a lot of things coming off all of a sudden. Yeah. And then they're... Don't fight. Then they're kind of clinging to each other in front of the fire. And I don't think that's all that no, not at all. But I think a lot of people were pissed with that. Yes. It's like you could Absolutely. Have... This is not what Winona needs to find out right now. Right. Because, oh. once again, she's not going to have that. I mean, she's, maybe she'll turn to Nedley to, for some strength. I don't know. I, I just don't know. And I think yeah. this might actually hurt the group. Not, oh, absolutely it could. Not just because, hey, this is his wife and he went back to her. That's not the thing. But no. 
that she's a vampire, that technically she was running with the bad guys for a long time. Yeah. So unless she comes and starts offering up a whole lot of information on Bolshar, right? I think this could go bad fast. Yes. Wow. Well, just like it did when we found out the chemist was actually a revenant. Right. It went south fast. Oh, yeah. Let's not have everything go pear-shaped. Maybe we need no. a happy moment. I know it yeah. ain't going to last, but maybe we need a moment. Yeah. And it doesn't look like there's one coming, because uh. when Waverly finally goes to see her mom, that is not going to be a happy reunion. No. Especially because so, you know yeah. she's going to push to be like, whose kid am I? Yeah. So. so, yeah. This is, yeah. No. Yeah, there ain't going to be any happily ever afters anytime soon. There's a lot of weird shit going to come down. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think? As the group. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Hey, Steve, did we get any feedback this week? Oh, yes, we did. Our friend Fred from the Netherlands made sure he got some feedback in. Let's take a listen. Great. Hello, Fangirl Zone podcasters. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Winona Herb Season 3, Episode 3. Today is the 18th of August when I uh, record this. The obvious theme of the episode is mourning and grief, and it already gets clear when the episodes start with the slower-paced opening music, Tell the Devil by Jill Andrews. As a not-native speaker, I had to look up the difference between mourning and grief. Grief is what you think and feel inside when someone you love dies. It's the numbness, the sadness, the anger, the regret, all rolled up into one. It's the pain in your gut. Or the hole in your chest. Mourning is expressing your grief. Letting it somehow out. Uh, You mourn when you cry. Talk about death. Write about it. Or punch something. Or in the case of Winona. Punch somebody. The writers did a good job studying their psychology books. Because they seem to know the Clubler-Ross model. which Which is popularly known as the five stages of grief. Being denial, anger, bargaining or putting up a fight, depression and acceptance. Often feelings of guilt are also present after the denial or anger stage. In the episode 2 we already saw Winona's disbelief or denial that Dolls is dead. And in this episode we see a lot of anger, putting up a fight, and in several characters we also see guilt. I think the writers made it by the end of the episode the characters a little easier to deal with Dolls' death by letting Quinn tell the story that Dolls would have died anyhow. Imagine how difficult it would have been for the main characters if Dolls really only sacrificed himself for them. Okay, I have one question, and that's about Kate and Doc. It seemed that they have ma- had married in the past, which I think is a, is a little strange. She is his wife, and for the time period they are both coming from, because... We hear that Kate knows Wyatt, so uh, Wyatt Earp, so she comes from the same time that a woman of color and a Caucasian man are married in in that time period. And did she become a vampire on purpose just to live on and be able to look for Doc? So that's a question, if that's the reason why she did it, or it just happened to her. Okay, that was all for this episode. Greetings, Fred from the Netherlands. Yeah, that was amazing, Fred, that they did the opening theme song that much slower. That was I thought it was weird, because <laughs> at first I'm like, wait, is this a different song? No, it wasn't. Didn't even realize, yeah, that it's going just perfectly for that. Right. That was just an amazing job, setting the tone for the entire episode. Yes. And then the five stages of grief, I thought that was great, the way they showed it all. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, wow. Because it was just breaking all of our hearts anyway. Yeah, it really did. So it kind of let, I think, all the fans go through like the stages along with Winona. Although I do honestly feel that it was a lot faster than what would normally have happened. But, you know, we only have so much time. We have a 44 minute hour, you know, when we're watching these things. Right. And Bolshar's still out there. So they've got to deal with this as fast as possible because they don't know what his next move is going to be. That's true. And I completely agree with you saying that they would have had a real hard time 
like even worse than they already did if Dolls had sacrificed himself only for them. Right. And not for because he knew he was dying and it was a way to kind of help the team and go out on his terms. Right. Oh, I'm getting a little getting a little <laughs> emotional here. I don't know what you're doing here, Fred. You're going to make me cry, too. Well, let's move on to uh, Doc and Kate, then. That'll keep that from happening. <laughs> no, we, Did I, she? I, yeah, what I think is she found out through all of Wyant's travels trying to find Doc that apparently they ran into the our little witch and found out that, oh, yeah, he was dying and he cut a deal with her and now he's immortal and that's why kate became a vampire okay so you do believe that it was on purpose then oh absolutely yeah the way they talked it to me it sounded like it was definitely on purpose okay i mean yeah with her saying basically like i never gave up right except he was in a well really close to everybody and nobody figured it out yeah but i digress so once again fred we thank you for your fantastic feedback and looking forward to getting even more of them. Thanks, Fred. What do you all think? We want to hear your theories. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk, S-Y-F-Y, talk at fangirlzone.com. Let us know what you think. We do hope you're enjoying this. And while you're at it, if you can rate review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good readings reviews help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends about this, because this is the craziest like Wyatt or kind of story ever yeah. even though it's like a whole different generation and uh if you want to check stuff out over at our website and you can check out our red bubble store and everything else you go to fangirlzone.com and you can just check it all out there's all sorts of things you can click on you can see steve and i in our cartoon form for sci-fi talk amazing and i wish i looked like that thank you des taylor so for this episode of sci-fi talk I am Sean Fangerless. And I'm Steve. Live, it's the only choice we have in the face of death. And if we're lucky like Dolls was, we'll see that life as a blessing. And until next time.